0: Welcome to another inspiring message from Life Point Church, recorded live in Adelaide, Australia. It is our prayer that you would experience the life-changing power and presence of the Holy Spirit as you listen to this message. Enjoy. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth... By the way, I had a perfectly good black suit and I looked at it read about a year ago, I had to get a new one because I looked in there, it was a wedding that I had to do and a moth had eaten my suit. I was very unhappy with the moth. Where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth or wrath or rust or must destroys or where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is. Look at your neighbour and say, where your treasure is there your heart will be also. Thanks for that, brilliant. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If you jump to verse 24, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he'll be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon or God and money. am not here to preach a message on finance this morning. What I do wanna preach is a message today on storing up treasure in heaven. What what is your treasure? Your treasure speaks of what you love. Your treasure speaks of what you value the most. Your treasure speaks of what you've laid up for tomorrow. Your treasure speaks of your time. How How do we store treasure in heaven? Firstly, Heaven is eternal. Heaven is forever. Heaven is us giving to God and, and sowing into a place where we can receive from and, 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 and pull from earlier on in this passage. The words are written uh, as spoken by Jesus. Your, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I can deposit treasure into my heavenly account, and by faith I can even withdraw from my heavenly account, and 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 and, and work out and and walk out that which I, I have sown into heaven. See, a lot of us will amass on a natural level, and, and all of those things are good. This, I will touch on finance today, but that's not really at all what I wanna do. I wanna talk about sowing into our heavenly account and, and understand, I don't wanna be corny, but I bank not only with NAB, but I bank in the hundredfold bank. I I bank in the bank of the Spirit because, it, it, because this, this heavenly account is totally stacked in my favour. It, it's totally designed for me to walk the walk of faith. In other words, do not store or amass treasure on earth. Now, now you've got to understand Bible contradictions. They're awesome because they're not contradictions. They're tensions. The Bible says, uh, the Bible says a good father lays up an inheritance for his children. So the Bible and, and their children. So a generational blessing. The Bible absolutely talks about those things. But, but let's not be so busy building our life that we forget, and, and, and building our natural wealth. What about our spiritual wealth? What about our heavenly wealth? And and so I wanna have a look at that. How do we build or grow our heavenly account? I believe scripturally, it's quite clear, the Bible's clear that you can't serve uh, God and money. So the Bible is is letting us know firstly, our heavenly account is a lot about lordship and and who our final authority is. And, And I believe one of the ways, there's other ways and I wanna look at this, this is broader than finance because sometimes you you you'll hit this and the church will think, we're, we're just talking about that this morning. Firstly, as a church, you're an amazing giving church and, and so I thank God for that. And, and so that's not what I, I feel God's assignment for me to preach is, but to understand that the key to, uh, to, to building and, and investing in our heavenly account is through sowing. It's through sowing. And and I wanna have a look at that because it's our seed that we can release into our heavenly account. And we can also then come to God and say, God, I wanna make a withdrawal from my heavenly account. And this is old school faith preaching, but I believe it with all my heart. And and so today, I wanna just, let's have a look at some scriptures before we go any further. And, And that is Genesis 8 and 22. It says this, While the earth remains, how many believe the earth still remains? Look, I know in 2020, uh, we weren't sure. It's the closest thing to the earth blowing up that I've ever seen. But, But we're still here. It's now 2021. There's light at the end of the tunnel. So the earth is still remaining. While the earth remains, there'll be seed, time and harvest. Cold and heat, how many know last Sunday we experienced uh, one of those extremes? There'll be winter and summer. Day and night shall not cease. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Day and night, well, there's been day and night. Unless you live in Finland in the winter, then it's just night. (laughs) Up in Lapland, they get three hours a day. Father Christmas is working around the clock. (laughs) But as long as the earth remains... Seed time and harvest, day and night, cold and winter. So this earth remains. And so this kingdom principle is something that is with us, so works that remains, it shall not cease. So we know that this principle is not an Old Testament principle. It's as long as the earth remains. So, so this has got nothing to do with Mosaic law. It's got nothing to do with anything. It's a biblical principle then. In the New Testament, Paul's writing in Galatians 6, verse 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever man sows, that will he also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of his flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. I love this. Let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap If we do not lose heart, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. That's very interesting that... Last thought especially. What does that mean? I think while we are always to be generous, I do think our generosity uh, it, it should still be directed to things that are kingdom-minded, uh, no matter what that might be. Uh, it should be directed. I, I, my conviction is we'll always give to need because Jesus would give to need. But it, when, it, when it comes to my seed, I want to sow into places or invest whatever my, my, my seed is into, into things that God's hand is on and God's anointings on. And, and so... And so the Bible talks about seed. So what is seed? It's anything that God has given you to obtain what He's promised you. I wanna say that again. Your seed is anything God has given you to obtain what He's promised you. You are a walking warehouse full of seed. And it's not just, so, so, so finance is a part of this. But I, I think we, absolutely lose uh, the power of this whole principle when we reduce it to that. But then we also lose the power of that principle when we try to divorce it from this. It's not one way or the other, but this principle of seed time and harvest is a kingdom principle that he says, as long as the earth remains, this is going to happen. Then then Paul writes and shows us that this also works in the spirit realm, not only the natural realm. So this kingdom principle is is a principle for you and I, for... Godly living to serve God. So your seed is anything God has given you to obtain uh, what He's promised you, and you are a walking warehouse full of seeds. Your words are seeds. Your 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 kindness to someone is a seed. Your prayer is a seed. Coming to church is a seed. Helping someone in need is a seed, and that rhymed. And I, I'm slowly integrating rapping into my preaching now. Poetry is just like rap, but 200 years ago. It's, that's all it is. <laughs> I was just collecting my thought. Now, give me a second. I haven't preached for a while here. I've forgotten how to do it. It's been two weeks of holiday. All that fishing, I've, I've, I've thoroughly... F- Last week, Eddie, no, I've, I've got to stay focused. We're out of time. But you're, you are a walking... You are a, you, you know, some, sometimes we don't take inventory of our seed. You always have a seed and, and a seed will get you out of trouble. A seed will unlock provision a seed will unlock miracles because as you sow what you do to the least of my brothers you do under the lord when when i give i'm when i bring an offering am i giving to that person sort of but ultimately i'm giving to the lord when i when when i show kindness to someone in need what am i doing am i am i doing it for them Ye- yes but i'm ultimately doing that under the lord and so all of these things are seeds and and when we sow seed the bible says you will in due season if you faint not you will uh, you will receive a harvest and so I, I, I it all started when, when this week I, I was just sharing some of this with our staff but but I've said it even before coronavirus I I I wasn't too worried about. I mean, I had moments. Believe me, I don't want to walk around going, "No, I was fine." The whole time. There were days where where I lost a lot of hair, and and uh, and, and you know, you get you get quite nervous uh, when the prime minister says you can't have church for six months. That's never a great day for a pastor, it, honestly. Of, of all the days, that was not my favorite. But but thank God for Mr. Marshall letting us back within three and a half months, and and so I am very grateful to live in South Australia. Sydney has had one fully gathered Sunday. In in the last 11 months. And so they had it and then boom, there was that outbreak. So I mean, they've had modified things like what we had when you had one to four square meters, you could have a hundred in the room max and masks. And, and so we are very blessed to live here in South Australia. you got to know that. We are so blessed. And, and I thank God. That's one of the things I actually thank God for. I thank your Lord that I'm a South Aussie. Glory to Jesus. And, and anyway, that's not uh, where I want to spend my time today. I wanna, but, but I do want to say that was a, a moment of worry for me when that got announced. But then God says, stay in faith. And so for me, it was about keep this church, a faith church, speak faith, declare faith. So that became our, our, our declaration, our confession. God had spoken to me, it's a year of victory. And then uh, God spoke to me and said, you don't need to worry because you have seed in the ground. And so for me, I, I, I feel like this year, our church, somehow, we, we've been able to redraw from our heavenly account. We've been, we, we, and it's been amazing what God's done. We've been able to renovate the building. We've been able to grow our staff. We, our congregations grow and God's hands been upon our church and those are not things that I say at all to be, to, to be full of myself or puffed up because, to be honest with you, I don't know if you can say it about yourself but it's actually a humble thing to say. I'm not worried, not because of my own strength or my own talent or my own leadership or my own gifting. I'm just not worried because I trust the Bible. I trust the Word of God. And he says, what a man sows, that will he also reap. And as a church we've sown, we have never given more than we gave in 2021 as a church. 2020, outside. We, we gave over $100,000 to, to, to people in need, to different nations, to, Lesotho, to South Africa. One Sunday morning, a friend of mine's church is going through a hard time. So I say to the church, let's receive an offering to bless them. I think in total, we gave them 12 $15,000 to help that church. But that multiplies by 10 in South Africa with their, with, their, with their dollar to rand. So that was a massive miracle for that church. And so you say, are you worried about the future? No. Why? i got a seat in South Africa. i got a seat in Lesotho. I... I not think I'll ever get to Lesotho. I don't, to be honest with you, I know it's somewhere, I believe it's in Africa, but I couldn't even tell you where it is. But but I will tell you one thing. I, I've never been there. But you know what? Life Point has seed in the ground. I've never been to Bolivia. We've got seed in the ground. I've never I have been to Poland, but I went for a holiday and I ate pork belly, so it wasn't spiritual reasons. But I've got seed. We got seed in Poland. We got, we got seed in the communities across Australia. I think of a Daniel Bates is an evangelist and preached in our church. I, I I'm not He's ministering somewhere else today. I'm not with him, but I feel like I'm with him because I've got seed in the ground. And, and, and so the whole point, I think that it's not just money, it's kindness. I mean, who's that person that you were kind to? And you didn't even really think too much about it, but you love that person. You sowed into that person. There's seed in the ground. There's, you've got seed. In, and, and, and here's the thing. Don't be, don't, can I just, I'm going to, I've got to get it out right. The devil hates this teaching. And so you'll find more websites devoted against this teaching. Oh, this is just hyper faith. And well, firstly, I, if, if faith is the only thing that I can do that pleases God, I want to be hyper. My he doesn't say love pleases God. Nowhere in scripture does it say without love it's impossible to please God. No. He, no. His, his, his love is perfect. He can't outdo God's love. But but faith, without faith, uh, it's impossible to please Him. Wow. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, Hebrews says, and that He is a rewarder Amen. of those who diligently seek Him. And, and, and so I say all that because I want you to know today that that faith uh, pleases God and, and, and giving is attached to faith. Sowing seed is attached to faith. And so if we're gonna sow into the kingdom of God, we have to understand that is us releasing our faith. So the devil says, oh, that doesn't work. You know, you, 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 can't, you can't do that. You can't give to get. Why not? Why not? Can, can I just, I'm a, I'm a, you might've visited here, you might've joined LifePoint Point. For, because it's just not where you were and you hated where you were. So you came to life, well, at least it's not that. Can I say, if you're joining us, jump in with us. Not 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 just go, well, I, I didn't like Dingo Creek Tabernacle, so now I'm here. Uh, <laughs> let, let, let me tell you, Dingo Creek Tabernacle, Who I, that's not my problem. I I don't, that's, that's not, I not Jump in with us here and understand if you like us a little bit, grab a hold of what we preach and teach. Drink the Kool-Aid because it's good. It's faith Kool-Aid. It won't kill you. It'll make you stronger. It'll put steel in your spirit. We're a faith church. So what does that mean? I believe that when I give, I unlock the windows of heaven. Give. The Bible says Jesus, red. It's in red. It's not even in blue. It's not in lilac. It's in red. Give and it will come back to you. Oh, you better not. You better not give to get. Well, Jesus just told me, if I give, it'll come back to me. But it won't just come back to me. It'll be good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. And he says, the same measure you give, it'll be given unto you. What farmer plants a seed? You know, I don't know a farmer. I don't know many farmers. Except Ted Evans. What farmer plants a seed... And doesn't water it and expect a harvest. But listen to me, church, because, oh, you shouldn't give to get. Well, then, what are we sowing seed for? It's not about the getting. It's actually about the releasing of my faith. But when I release my faith, there is a reward. He who comes to God must believe that he is. Without faith, it's impossible. To be a rewarder. There's a reward in there somewhere. So what's the reward? Provision. Can I say a, a dirty tele evangelism word? Prosperity. Oh, I don't know if I believe in that. Well, the Bible says God delights in the prosperity of his servant. Deuteronomy says, remember it's him who gives you the power to what? Make wealth. Oh, well, that doesn't mean wealth. Yeah, it does. It's amazing these pocket theologians that just redefine things because it doesn't suit I'm not trying to raise an offering. You're such a generous church. I'm, I'm actually saying. Just take this principle, apply it to your world. You know, every time you buy someone lunch, it's a seed. Every time you just send a note with generosity attached to it, it's a seed. Every time you bless somebody, you might mow your neighbor's lawn, it's a seed. I mean, I, 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 don't, know, I don't know what you can do, but don't limit this. To finance, but understand as you do it, you're obeying God. But when we do obey God, there is reward. You say you're doing it for the reward so, sometimes. So because I, I need miraculous provision to do this thing that God's called me to do, and there have been times where we have been tight, we haven't had anything. So what do we do? We sow. I remember a few years ago at our church, we were so broke that the church was so broke. I mean, we, we, were, we were so broke, and I'm not about to make broke jokes. We were, we were so broke, and you know this story. I used to have to shake the toner to have enough money and enough ink to print the bulletin. I mean, that's broke. We were so broke that we, we had to put the projectors on the highest setting because the lamps were burnt out and we couldn't afford new lamps. So we had to have them on the brightest setting. I mean, we had to improvise. We, we, didn't, we didn't have a budget. You can't, or well, you needed a budget. You need money to have a budget. We, I'd love a budget. A budget would have been great, but it wouldn't have made a difference because all of the zero, zero, we were, it, it was, we were poor. I mean, I mean, we just didn't have anything. The building w- was dilapidated. I mean, it, w- it just—we we didn't have anything. And I remember we were so broke. We got hit with a bill for outgoings that we didn't know about for twelve and a half thousand dollars. I did not know what I was going to do. I did not know what I was going to do. I thought about fraud. Uh, <laughs> and and I guess and so after my prison sentence, I learned a lot of things. And, <laughs> And here I am. No, I'm kidding. I didn't know what to do. I get a phone call from Mark Baker at Life Church in Ingle Farm. He rings me up. G'day Davey, Mark Baker here. That's how he talks. He's a good man. And he says, I I, I needed to see you. you Are you nearby? Could you drop by the church? I said, sure. He gives me a check for $500. And uh, and he says to me, and I I don't think at that time they were in any great position to meet our need. But he said, Dave, I'm going to give you this. But don't keep it. Would you sow it? Because I think it's the. God told me to give you this so you can sow your way out of whatever you're dealing with. Okay? So I give that seed $500. And we send it over to my friend Luke Reed, who's planting a church in Portland. I said, Luke, I'm sending you an offering. I think he was super pumped. But by the time conversion came, it wasn't much of an offering. <laughs> I think it was like $310. So we sent the offering. To start the church, that's now got campuses in Denver. It's got campuses in Portland, in the most unchurched city in America. It's got campuses, it's on fire. They're about to plant in Sydney. They're doing a great job. And I think, I've got a seed in that church. It's not much of one, but I got one. And and, uh, and I remind him of it when I talk to him, I funded this church. And, and, but can I tell you, we sow that seed and it unlocks something. But it's not just about money. And I want to show you a few things because here are some seeds we can sow. I've spent so much time on my introduction. I haven't had time to finish this, get get into everything. But but I want to, here's some ways to store up treasure in heaven this morning. If you can write these down, I'd love you to do that. If you can't, just memorize them (laughs) supernaturally. Number one, how to store up treasure in heaven. The first one is in prayer. And if I was to give you a bit, bit, bit more of a detailed subtitle, I would say that is the seed of your time, because you don't have, you don't have unlimited time. We're eternal, but on this earth, we're given a certain measure of time. So, what do we do with that time? We number our days. The Bible says, "Redeem the time." I believe one of the one of the ways we can redeem time is by giving it to the Lord. And time's not wasted when it's spent in the presence of the Lord. So what do we do? Here on a Sunday morning, we're, we're spending time. What are we doing? We're spending time in worship. But I want to encourage you in your own time, spend time in prayer. I don't have too much time to go deeper on this thought, but I'm reading from Matthew 6. What happens earlier in this passage? Jesus says, when you pray, he says, don't pray like the hypocrites who want everyone to see them. He says, but pray, go, go, go and get in the secret place. He says, go and pray our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day. Have I forgotten a bit? Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Burn it where I <laughs> For thine is the kingdom. I could belt it out, but I'm too humble. <laughs> <laughs> on earth as it is in heaven. Store up for yourself treasures in heaven. We, we often look at the subheadings and think, it's just okay. That's for that, and that's for that. That's for that. Now, when when we look at a chapter, sometimes we have got to realize the next chapter is addressing the previous chapter. It was. It wasn't Jesus. It wasn't the Holy Spirit that put chapter verse, chapter verse, chapter verse. It's it's actually where, where yeah. is it's where the. Uh, that was just put in there for, to make it a bit easier. And it's just one step away from some, some, some things to find the Scripture fast, which I refuse to do. I, I went shopping with JB looking for a Bible today, and I, last week. And uh, I, we found a really nice Bible, but it had index, thumb indexes. And, and uh, they're, they're good, but I feel like you're not a pro preacher if you've got one of those. It's like, find Nahum right now. It's like, no. no. Nah. <laughs> so, is it going okay this morning? <laughs> Are we going well? Are we all right? Are you, are you alive? You're like... <laughs> <sighs> so we give God our time in prayer as we pray. What's praying is giving supernatural opportunity to come into our circumstances, it's giving heavenly permission for intervention into, into our stuff. Prayer doesn't fit us for the greater work, it is the greater work. Prayer is not appealing to God's reluctance, it's laying a hold of His willingness. Good. And when we pray, we touch heaven and, 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 and things happen. See, see, this is why when you pray, you're sowing into your heavenly account. Prayer's eternal. Yeah. There are miracles that will happen throughout the year in this church yeah. from prayers that are prayed in this building from saints that have already gone home. Now, I'm not getting weird. I'm not saying they're eternal and their words are just, but but they went to the throne room of heaven. They went from time into eternity. And and you know when the priests get the orb, some of the traditional churches swing it around and the smoke comes out. Well, incense is a picture of prayer in scripture because our prayer is as incense, it goes into the throne room of heaven. Our prayer creates a a fragrance. Literally, if you understood that the moment you pray and you take a minute, Lord Jesus, I, I, I wanna talk to you, I'm praying about this. I come to you in the name of Jesus, even though I've just addressed Jesus, I'll start over, Father, in the name of Jesus, according to your word, by the power of the Holy Spirit. I got this challenge. I I bring it to you. I know you're able. I know you're worthy. Do you realize what you're doing is you're praying, but there's a fragrance that is literally leaving this planet and it's going to the throne room of heaven it's entering the nostrils of the creator of the universe, oh rabbaka all the hosts of heaven there, your prayer is entering and it's eternal and so there's those that have gone before us who have prayed prayers and we're living in victory, we're living in blessing because there was men and women on their knees 50, 100 years ago saying God would you touch this world and don't tell me prayer is not eternal, you say I prayed for my kid and they haven't changed and I prayed again and they haven't changed I prayed again, all that's happening is there's more fragrance in that throne room of heaven. Our prayers are collective. Our prayers are eternal. Our prayers have power. Our prayers touch nations. Our prayers unlock God's blessing. And you know, I've, how's tomorrow going to be? I feel pretty good. There was a month of prayer and fasting. We're having prayer meetings in our church. We pray all the time. We've got to keep that prayer going because guess what? I withdraw from that account all the time. I believe that when things are difficult, I get to pray, but I'm not just praying a prayer and starting something off. I'm drawing on the thousands of prayers that have been prayed by you week after week, our intercessors who pray. And I'm saying, God, on earth as it is in heaven, and I know we've got some credit in heaven because we're a praying church. And so God, we we call in some blessing. And and you might say, well, that's we shouldn't just pray for for those things. Can I say, as 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 a parent, there's nothing more that I love than being provision for my kids. And so if that's my natural earthly love for my children, how much more does God... I want to bless us. Prayer, it's powerful, it's eternal. And he says, as often as you do this, one of the things we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What do I pray for, there's no more fear in heaven, no more pain in heaven, no more sadness, no more sickness. So if that's what's in heaven. Yes, on earth as it is in heaven. Well, we got some sickness going on at Life Point Church. There's some people sick. Lord, what's your will? On earth as it is in heaven. Well, are they sick up there? No. Well, we're going to claim we're going to reach into this realm and. <laughs> That's exciting. Can you just clap your hands if you agree just <gasps> Number 2 giving generosity the seed of our finance. Do not lay up treasure on earth. But lay it in heaven for where your treasure is your heart will be also. Let's uh Let's talk about this for a minute. I, 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 every seed has an assignment. If I plant an apple seed, I'm not going to grow a cabbage patch. I'm not going to grow carrots. I know this is deep, but I want you to. Sometimes the church we've got to be receptive to deep teaching from time to time. If I, if I, if I plant one thing, I'm not going to reap another. And I can't. As much as I pray over that seed. If it's, it's, it's got an identity, it is it, 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 made a certain way to produce one thing, and that's what it will produce. And so, for, for me, when I sow in the kingdom of God, I give my seed an assignment. And, and, and I, I just don't have time to labor it, and I just don't feel to labor this too much. But there was one time I was in a meeting, and God spoke to me about a seed, and I sowed a seed. And and I gave it. It wasn't in my own church. I was somewhere else. And and I believe that we've got to give to ministries that are having an impact. So this is not about fundraising for LifePoint. It is fundraising for the kingdom. And and so you're you're offering. I believe our tithe belongs here, but you're offering. You've got to be led by the Spirit with that and say, God, where do you want me to give? Where do you want me to sow? And and so you you just do that under the Lord. But I remember God spoke to me to sow. I sow and I named my seed. I said, God, I'm, I'm sowing this in faith. And I knew it was God. I said, I'm sowing in faith and I'm believing for this to happen. And, and, and I can tell you that, that that moment changed my life. It didn't change my week. It didn't change my month. It changed my life. And, and and God answered that and brought provision. And I believe whenever God asks you to sow a seed, it's because He has a harvest on His mind. And so you might sit in a meeting or sit in a, you might be sitting with somebody and, oh, I really feel like, oh man, I think I need to... Ah, oh, I think God's talking to me and you start trying to push his voice down and swallow it. And, but do you know, just listen to God because when he's saying, yeah. would you step out and do this? It's because he has blessing for you. Do you believe that this morning? If he says sow a seed, it's because he has a harvest on his mind. I believe that with all <coughs> of my heart. Another, another thought, number three, what about Encouragement. It's the seed of imparting courage into somebody else. You know what's funny? Some people cannot do that. And I'm not not trying to to be mean, (coughs) but it's amazing. There are just some people, they cannot say anything to build you up. Because somehow they feel like it costs them. It's amazing to me. It's, a, it's, a, it's, just, it's just something. And, and it's funny when you give them a compliment. You know, people that don't like hugs, some people don't like compliments. You give them a compliment, they start manifesting, their right legs. <laughs> you know, I think you're fantastic. I, I love how you do that. They just want it to be over. <laughs> but, but you know something? They often can't. I find these people... That are not generous. They can't receive provision either. Let me tell you, I can totally receive provision. <laughs> I, very easily. Like, I have no problem with it at all. I want to bless you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, let me pray about it. Yes. So in fact, I don't need to pray about it. I've already been sowing for it. I know that sounds, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound... Uppity up I'm actually trying to tell you, it's the faith life it's an adventure it's a crazy thing when we're believing God Donna and I believe in God for you know for, for something in our world and so we decide we want to get a new car and uh, nothing nothing too flash but we want to get a new car and, and so so we get Donna a car and supernaturally God unlocks miracles for that car to happen and, and just it's amazing how God does it just supernaturally a gift comes into our world to to cover more than half of what we needed to spend on top of our trading, And it was just a miracle. And we've seen that time and time again. Why? And, and you know, we it's funny. We're so thankful, but we're never surprised. It, it, because we know that God says, hey, it, it, this, this is His Word. So we've learned to live by this. And it's an adventure of faith. Yeah. But am I worried about tomorrow? No, because this is, this is what we believe. And so generosity... Unlocks things. I, I want enc- un- Encouragement unlocks things. You know, force yourself. Yeah. Force yourself. Yes. Because what's encouragement? If I encourage Joel Pittman, who's right there, he doesn't need it. But if I want to encourage him, actually, we all do. But when I encourage him, what am I doing? I'm putting courage in him. It's an impartation of courage. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. To say, I, I believe in you. You can, you can do something significant for God. God's hands on you. And we appreciate it. Do you know, why is it that... Uh, when people say something negative, it hurts. But when we get encouragement, it doesn't seem to meet the need of that hurt. Because when people when people say something cruel about you, it'll be specific. They'll say, you did this on this date and I hated how you did this and blah, blah. You, the, 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 generally, the, the, the hurtful comments are detailed, they're specific, and, and they cut right to the heart. Encouragements generally, oh, you're awesome. Oh, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're awesome, dude. Thanks. I appreciate it. But can I tell you encouragement that really works is for you to take time and say, you know something? I love how you do that. There's a pastor by the name of John Cameron. And I preach for him. I've preached for him many, many times. He's one of the best churches, I reckon, in the world. And uh, it's the largest church in New Zealand. And it's a phenomenal church. And I preach for him. And afterwards, he, he says to me, can I talk to you? He goes, I've, I've always heard you're, you're funny. And he goes, to be honest with you, I heard you're funny and I heard you can move in the Holy Spirit. And, and so here I'm about to tell you all the compliments he gave me. I won't do it, but they were really awesome. <laughs> but, he, but he began to say, but you know something? On Sunday, I just expected the guys because he wasn't in that particular service. He, he said, I expected the guys to say, oh, he was so funny. He was funny. He was funny. He said, you know what they told me? They told me you were part of faith. He said, they, they, told, they told me that you had revelation about the power of the Holy Spirit. And they told me about people that got baptised in the Holy Spirit. And he said, yeah, they, I heard you were hilarious. He goes, I heard all of those things. He said, but he started to just... And then, do you know, whenever I go to that church, I preach in plenty of other churches. I mean, I was in one church. I won't say which one. The pastor just said, yeah, try not... I didn't want to use a word, but he, he said, basically, don't suck, he said... That was the encourage- Okay, thanks for the parameters. I'll do my best. It was Pastor George to me this morning. And maybe if Deanna can come. But, but the encouragement's specific. You know, I've had people say incredibly awful things to me, about me. I mean, we even had a website dedicated against me. I, think that I, I Googled myself the other day. I try not to do that, but I did the other day. It's, I think there's one or two still there. It's pretty encouraging. And uh, I won't elaborate. You can do it. You can have a look. Put your phones down, mate. At least wait till the end. Wait till the end. I've seen people literally. But you know, our encouragement. Barnabas was an encourager, and you know what he did with his encouragement? He actually sowed it. He took people whose credibility was lacking and he gave them his credibility. He did it to Mark. Who else did he do it to? The apostle Paul, who who, who was a murderer, breathing threats. And he says, no, this guy's fully changed. And everyone trusted Barnabas, the son of encouragement. And he took his credibility. He took his trust that everyone gave him and said, I'm actually putting it on this guy. Trust me. And look what happened. If it wasn't for Barnabas, we wouldn't have Paul. Who are, you? Who are you lending your credibility to? Who are you sowing a seed? In? What you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. I'll give you one more thought, then I'll, then I'll end, end the message. Another one, I've got so many that I want to share. I just spent too long on the front end. Another one's worship. It's the seed of communion. Where we touch heaven, we lift our hands. Magnify our awesome God. And He in turn touches people. He fills people. He refreshes people. He ministers to people. Church, I want to encourage you today. Let's, let's be a church that, that, that worship, that understand we're, we're what are we doing? We're, we're adoring God. We're making him bigger, but we're sowing into our heavenly account. Because there's times where. All that sowing in the good times, declaring how good God is, comes back into your spirit in the tough times. Okay, I remember how good God is. I remember how our God has never failed. And what you, what you sow in worship, you can draw from. That you're digging wells when you worship, you're drawing. I'll give you one more and then I'm done. And it's our, it's our confession, our words. You know, your, your words are seeds. I sowed a seed. In the spirit, when I said, "Christ be Lord of your life," and the Bible says in Romans ten, salvation came at the point of confession. I believed and I confessed, but my confession, my words, were what connected me to the saving grace of God. So, church, I want to encourage you today to know that our words have power, our words have authority, and and so this morning, I just want to encourage you. Let let us let, be sowing to a heavenly account, and and ultimately, and I'll finish. Let's all stand. This comes this comes back to being heavenly minded, he eternally minded. He's set eternity in the hearts of men. And church, I wanna encourage you this morning to just... Know that God's hand is on you. God's grace is on you. God's anointing is on you. And I'm believing God uh, is going to give you, give you much abundance. This year, as we go into 2020, I'm going to bring my God word in two weeks' time. I'm doing all I can not to do it. It's taking me. You think I've got no self-control with the things I say. You'd be amazed at how well I'm doing because I've got a word for our church and I've had it since about October. And so I'm just, Lord Jesus, help me. I got But I know what God's talking to me about, so we'll get there. But right now, I just want to tell you, We we bank in the hundredfold bank. We we bank in our heavenly bank. We bank in, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. Spiritually, we have credit in heaven. And I want to encourage you. Don't grow weary in well-doing. Let's keep believing God for goodness and kindness. If you believe it, give the Lord a hand of praise. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it was an encouragement to you. If you'd like to know more about LifePoint Church, please visit our website, lifepointchurch.com.au.